Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. It's Jason Dumas, F.P. Santangelo here filling in for Steiny and Guru. It is Friday afternoon. We're going to take you guys up to 140. And then, in case you haven't heard it, we are going to replay our interview with Dusty Baker. He dropped some gems. And we also broke some news. Dusty Baker is in talks with the Giants about a possible return in some sort of role. I won't gonna, I won't say everything he said, but he's already talked to Larry Bear, and he hopes to talk to Farhan Zaidi soon. We'll have that conversation coming up at 140. But in the meantime, we've been talking Warriors, and I mean, I almost don't even know where to go from here, FP. It's just... We think they need to make a move on the trade deadline. I've said it all week. In my opinion, there are four possible players they could trade if they want to get anything worth a damn in return. In some shape or form, it would have to be a package of some or all of these players. Not all of the players, but some of these players. Draymond Green, Chris Paul, Andrew Wiggins, Jonathan Kaminga. Those are the four realistic options that they could pair in a trade to get back something of value. Also, just this just in, Steve Kerr just told the media that Gary Payton II will be available to play tomorrow night against the Dallas Mavericks. He will be on a minute restriction. Remember, he had that calf strain in the right calf. So GP2 is back. That's great news. I love the vibes of GP2 when he's around the team and playing. But man, oh man, do they make a deal in February or what? Well, Jason, I got to ask you this. What are they trading for? Are they trading for to win this year? Yeah, you got to. You got to, 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 uh, to. Like, if you make a trade, are you that? Are you going to beat the Denver Nuggets in the trade you make? If you, if you if you make a trade, are you going to be better than them? That's the goal. That's the goal. It, it, is there a trade out there that makes them better than the Nuggets? So, am I going to trade young players that could potentially help me down the road to get Steph number five and to get Clay number five and to get Draymond number five? And are you are you gonna like sell your soul to the devil, so to speak, just for just for a chance that you can win it all this year? That that chance doesn't look great. I mean, who who would they? I mean, they would have to trade for like a listers all over the place to get back to the finals. And 
You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. As a That's GM, you have to sit there and, and look at, like, what am I trading for? Am I trading for just a quick fix and I'm going to put our, our, our franchise, set our franchise back like five years for this quick fix to maybe, maybe win another ring? Or am I just going to stick with what I got and hope that Kaminga develops? And Pajemski develops, and then Clay and Steph have something left in the tank, and Draymond comes back. Like I, I don't, I don't know that a trade is the answer. I, I think trades are risky. I think it depends on what your goal is. But if you're just going to trade for the moment because your team's not playing well right now, I think you have to have more of a twenty thousand foot view of this whole thing before you just knee jerk trade somebody to make your team a little bit better, and they're going to bounce after the second round or something. Well, here's what I know. I know Steph Curry is a generational player. We're never going to see another one. Guys of his ilk come around once every 20, 30 years at most. And he is still playing Steph Curry basketball. Yes, is he in a funk over the last three weeks or so? Yeah, but he'll he'll get out of that funk. Steph is still that guy. You have to maximize his prime. He is still in that prime. Agreed. You got to make moves to win while you had this window because you're not going to have another Steph Curry probably ever again. It's a huge gamble, though, Jason, because if you make those moves and those moves don't work out, then you're getting rid of young guys that could help you once Steph is done. Yeah, well, well, look. Whenever that is. That's why I say, that's why I say those. I, I would want to keep Kaminga. I really would because I think he has the most promise on the team outside of Steph Curry in terms of just future what he can do in this league. Andrew Wiggins, he's kind of told us who he is. Like, this isn't my opinion. This is just me looking at the fact-based history. He's been in the league for a while now. He ain't. It's been the same since he disappeared. Yeah. 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 He, ha- he hasn't. Now I don't know, you know. I don't know why he disappeared. We were given the reasoning by I think Shams said uh, his dad was sick. I ain't even going to walk down no. that hallway. No, it's not our business. People get very, very emotional. But I do think, and yeah, you're welcome, Dylan. I'm putting the rat on the table. I do think they need to make a move. And if <laughs> if I was if I'm Mike Dunleavy, it's scared me. I am seeing. What is available with Chris Paul and Andrew Wiggins combo? Now, I don't know if that's attractive to the rest of the league. I, I don't know. Maybe you pair some draft picks. I don't know. But I'm doing everything in my power to keep Jonathan Kaminga. I would like to keep Draymond Green. I know people are hit or miss with Draymond right now with everything that's been going on. But that's what I would do. I would I would look at those two guys, but there are only four guys on the table, in my opinion, who could get the Warriors anything worth a damn. Now, Mike and Hayward, he doesn't think the Golden State Warriors need to trade for anybody. Mike, what's going on, brother? Turn down your radio, dude. Okay. You're on delay. Uh, We got you, Mike, now. We got you now. Mike, this is where you come on the air and talk. I think Mike is dead. Uh, we got technical he, difficulties, Mike. I'm sorry. We defibrillators for Mike. He's call, just laying there. Call back. Fig- Drool coming on the side of his fig- mouth. Figure it out, Mike. We could trade Draymond to the Wizards and see what happens. Oh uh, yeah, that that just see what happens. That wouldn't be great. <laughs> well, it's funny because I think I think 
Draymond would be great in Phoenix too with that makeup of that team. I, I'm out here selling Dre. I don't want to do that. That that comes with a lot. But he would have to, Kevin Durant would have to sign off on that too. But it's interesting. Like the Warriors is they're stuck in a rut, man. I don't think they can win a championship as is, and I don't think you can waste Steph Curry's prime because you're not going to see another Steph Curry. You need to figure this thing out while Steph is still playing high-level basketball. And as I've said at nauseum, I am not a fan. I look from an objective point of view. I don't have an emotional attachment to the Golden State Warriors. I don't. But I do recognize that most people do. I do recognize that this team has won with three players who are incredibly invested to the emotional heartstrings of the people in this area. Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry. Is Draymond as valuable, Jason, if he doesn't play with that same edge? So, like, say Draymond on his best behavior. Is he as valuable as a warrior? Because he has to have that edge. He has to have that, like, chip he on his shoulder. He can play with that edge without smacking people across Do you the think? face. Do you think? Yes, he has I, to figure it out. I know he has to figure it out, but sometimes that swagger... And that, that edge and arguing with refs and arguing with players is what fires you up. That That's your motivation. So if he comes out here like on his best behavior, is he as valuable to the team? So like that's the whole like thing I can't wait to see when he comes back. Like What are you getting with him? Does he walk away from an official and just like turn his back? And is there does is he is he working on ways to like go vent to Steve Kerr instead of the official, or vent to Steph Curry instead of the official? And if and if another player is pissing him off, that he goes like he takes a deep breath and counts to ten or whatever the hell he's learning right now, because I I don't I I want the Draymond that won him four championships, not right. the one that's getting t- teed up every night, yeah. not the one that's suspended every other game, like because there is value there to him. And I came on this air on my first show and I said. The Warriors can't win with this version of Draymond. They can't. Because as a, as a team and as a player, if I'm always wondering if my guy is going to be there for me and I don't know for sure and there's inconsistency and not consistency, that that's, that's detrimental to us winning. You have to be there for me. I have, to, I have to rely on you. You have to be able to be available to kick somebody's ass and win a game with me. And if you're not, and I don't know when you're going to be there, and you might be there, and you might get a tactical, and it might be about you, and you're in sight. All this stuff, all this stuff it sucks the life out of a locker room. It yeah. does. It sucks the energy out of a locker room. It sucks the life out of a locker room. Do they need the old version of Draymond to be successful? Absolutely. But this version right now, for whatever reason, it's not for me to speculate why he's in so much trouble this year all of the time. When he even admits that the punch derailed the season last year. Yeah, it dates back to that punch. And now he's derailing this season, too, just for the simple fact that there's a lot of talk about him. There's a lot of PR about him. He's not there. He's absent. But like, if he can, if he can still have that edge and still play with his hair on fire and s- still bring something to the table without all the stuff, they need that right now. But they don't need whatever version was there already this season. Absolutely. And I think we got Mike back. Good news. He's alive. Yes. Mike and Hayward. Woo! What's up, brother? Good job, paramedics. Well, hello. maybe not. Hey, Mike, we got you, brother. <laughs> hello? Mike, hey, how, Mike, how, you, feel, up, how you feeling, Mike? I'm doing okay. Good. I, I, would say that the Warriors, I would say that the Warriors don't need to trade anybody. They just keep what they got. They're not a championship team this year. They're a 500 team trying to make the playoffs, okay? Kind of like it was last year. They might get to Western Conference semifinals, right? 
keep what you got. You know, uh, uh, Draymond's coming back. Uh, uh, CP3, I mean, uh, uh, Peyton's coming back. Go ahead and play what you got. I mean, the problem with the Warriors is that if we keep talking about this, they play small, they play small ball. So they're not, they're not changing their philosophy. If they change their philosophy, then they could go ahead and trade for something else. But they're not changing their philosophy. They're going to play small. So if they're going to play small, then what are they trading for? For what? They already got the pieces they need. They just need to let them develop. And I think that's just how it is. I agree, like man. Be- I, I agree because everybody in, – everybody fans have this, uh, I don't know, fantasy football mentality now where you think you just plug in people and they fit in and you trade people like their pieces. Like, hey, I'm going to text you on our site and we're, we're going to make a trade. And that's kind of how we look at it. Like they're just pieces to a puzzle. I, I, th- I, I agree with you 100%. I think you figured out with the guys you got right now because if you're going to trade Kaminga, who has a chance to be a superstar – and maybe he's been developing for three years, and I realize that. But I just, I, I think it's a dangerous, slippery slope when you start trading young guys for veterans on the, on the, on the hope that maybe, maybe, you get deep into the playoffs. Hey, I want Cody in Portland to come talk some sense. I think they need to make a trade too. Cody, what's going on, brother? Hey guys, thanks for having me. Um, I think we need to be talking a lot more about DeJounte Murray. I've heard that a few times that the Hawks are trying to move him. I've seen that the Lakers are interested. I see a lot that the Knicks are interested. But talk about a guy who'd fit in our system. I mean, he was an all-star. He played for Pop. He plays amazing defense. He can handle the ball. He can score. He can do everything we would need someone to come in and do to take that pressure off Curry and be consistent on both ends of the floor. So I think it becomes a, who do you give up for him? Now, I'm not a, a GM. I don't know the cap hits and all that sort of thing, but I think he's on about $30 million a year, which matches pretty well with CP3 or, or Wiggins and maybe like a Corey Joseph or something. It's also going to depend on, on who Atlanta wants. But hell no, do not trade Kaminga. He's playing better than Wiggins this year, and he should be part of our long-term plans. And uh, I think it's a move that makes a lot of sense. I would almost go as far to say is to, to trade Draymond straight up for him. I think Atlanta would want him, but I don't think we should necessarily trade Draymond. I'm not advocating for that. But short of trading Kaminga and you know Steph or maybe Clay, I think DeJounte Murray should be on the top of our list. Thanks for the call, Cody. See, my thing with DeJounte Murray, one, I don't I don't believe he's as good as people make him out to be. It hasn't worked out in Atlanta for a reason. They're still the same team they were before they got him. Uh, also, I, I just, if I'm the Warriors, I'm looking for a bigger player than DeJounte Murray. He's 6'4", 6'5", on a good day. I'm looking for a guy in the range of six, seven, and above. I I think they need some bigger players. I think they need a wing guy like a six, seven, six, eight. That's why people are so high on Pascal Siakam or OG Ananobi. Those are big physical wings. There's a already a log jam at guard. Why bring in another guard? You know, you got Clay who needs minutes. You got Steph, obviously, who's going to get minutes. You have Pajemski now who gets minutes. You have GP2. I know GP2, you know, he plays way bigger than his stature, but he's only 6'2". Like, I just don't think DeJounte Murray would solve this team's issues. I think they need a bigger wing or a power forward, someone who can guard multiple positions, put pressure on the rim, 
and bring athleticism to a team that really isn't athletic. So I'm out on DeJounte Murray. Um, but I do think something has to give. FP. Something has to give. Just play better, man. Just play better. It, to me, it's just like everyone's dribbling, 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 dribbling around. This is tremendous analysis, by the way. Dribbling, <laughs> dribbling, dribbling, dribble, 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 shoot. Like when the Warriors are good, they're skipping the ball around, and you're like, he's got an open look, but then there's one more last pass into the corner for even more open look, and then he makes the three. They play defense. And when they play transition basketball because of turnovers on defense and misses and rebounds, they're, they're more apt to have open looks. But right now, I'm not seeing a team really cohesive on offense. Right. Where they, they, they would always be moving and there's so much motion in their offense. And I saw last night, I forget who it was, maybe Steph was dribbling up and there was four guys just literally standing. And I'm in the, I'm, I'm in the stands going, somebody move. Right. Like they were just like for 10 seconds, everybody just stood there. So, I don't know if it's if you need more personnel, but like I just don't see that that flow and that rhythm and that fun brand of basketball to watch where it's selfless and I don't care who makes the shot or I don't care who gets the credit and it's just it's just there's not that cohesiveness and that chemistry on offense or maybe even defense. GP two comes back tomorrow, and we've been saying all week that once GP two and Draymond green come back, it's going to create some more issues who deceive Kerr plays, who gets dropped out of the rotation, who sees their minutes adjusted the most. So GP two will be on a minute restriction tomorrow. Uh, but I just, I'm curious as to who it'll affect the most GP two returning. Will it be, Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. And Bajemski. Will Moses Moody not even sniff the court anymore? How about Trace Jackson Davis? I mean, GP2 plays that dunker spot a lot. It, it, it'll be interesting. Now, I'm reading some more quotes from Steve, from Steve Curry. He said, it felt like we got demoralized. They took it to us. We got out coached. We got out worked. We got outplayed. Yeah, I would agree with that. 
I, I watched the replay of that game. I was I was it was a snooze fest, you know, and this team we're what, thirty three games into the season and this team has not built an identity. Who are the Warriors, FP? Like, what kind of like what kind of basketball team are they? We're 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 thirty three years and we don't know, dude. It's okay to get outplayed, but it's never okay to get outworked. Mm-hmm. So like, it, it, you have to go to work for what two and a half hours every night if you're a Golden State Warrior player, and if you lose, you lose, you tip your cap, and if you get outplayed, you get outplayed, you tip your cap. But if you get outworked, and that's what I saw last night, is every loose ball. Multiple times, offensive rebounds, loose ball, the Heat got it. Multiple times when there was two people racing for the ball, the Heat got it. So when Steve Kerr says we got outcoached, we got outworked, we got outplayed, he's just being self-deprecating when he says he got outcoached. But the outworked part is the part that would make me concerned if I was a coach. Like, dude, we are never getting outworked. We're going to play our asses off every night. You know how many people would love to have a job where you work for two and a half hours a day? That's all we have to do is come to work for two and a half hours. You guys play your asses off. You play as hard as you can every single night. And win or lose, I'll be okay with it. But like, if you get outworked, that's that's the part that gets me. Like they got out, they got outplayed last night. Okay, sometimes you play the Celtics, or even though they beat the Celtics, sometimes you play the elite teams in the NBA. You're going to get outplayed, but you should never, ever, ever get outworked. And the Miami Heat, man, I can't speak enough about that organization. They do more with less constantly. I mean, I'm watching the replay of this game right now. It's on in our studio, and I mean, I can name a bunch of these guys on the court. But I would guess most basketball fans can. You got Jaime Jaquez, you got Cook, you got Kevin Love. This is not a team that should be competing. Duncan Robinson, and they're giving it to the Golden State Warriors. It's just that heat culture is real. Everybody talks about it. They do less. They do more with less. Why? I think it's Pat Riley and it's Eric Spolstra. Those two, they're just... They're just hoop savants. Now, I have someone telling, I don't know who this is. No, 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 and SF. We're being too critical of the Golden State Warriors. Talk to me. Hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. Yeah, of course. So, I just wanted to push back a little bit. You know, I know old school Warriors fans, you know, we know that we know how to roll with the punches a little bit, you know, and I just feel like. We're being like so deep on the criticism and analysis. It's like fantasy culture. And a lot of the, the newer Golden State Warriors fans and the people who go to the games, it's a new crowd and whatnot. You know, so I don't think that the Warriors are in a bad spot. I think it's just the culture of the Warriors that's changed a lot, uh, meaning the people who are buying into them and the way that we talk about them. Uh, the team's good. Like, it's really good. We're, uh, this is probably the first game where we've gotten blown out. Um, you know, uh, we're going to get over the hump. Uh, we're working through a lot of uh, new new uh, combinations and whatnot. I just uh, I don't like to hear that we should be trading people off them and and how to move pieces and who's doing this wrong. Uh, there's a lot of positive things that can be said about this squad. But that's all. I'll take my response off the air, dude. I love it. I, I've been saying the same thing. They're playing really good basketball, and and I think even on Christmas Day against the Nuggets, they played a solid game. They just they just had a stinker last night, and I think the expectations are set so high, and we're so uh, used to seeing better than what happened last so night. So am I being an alarmist? 
No, I mean you're just giving your honest opinion, and right. if that's your honest opinion, like that, I love that. Mm -hmm. I mean, you you got to say what you think, but like I think there's something to what that caller just said. Like they've been playing good basketball. They've been been playing a refreshing young um, brand of basketball since Draymond got suspended. Do they need Draymond a, 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 a good Draymond back? Yes, but like it's been fun until last night. Last night they just laid a big time egg. That's it. All right. Well. We got a little more Golden State Warriors talk. We're taking you to 140, and then we will have our interview with Dusty Baker. Guess what? He could be with the Giants sooner rather than later. This segment was brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full-service banking, no compromises. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. We're at the home stretch. It's Jason Dumas, FP Santangelo, filling in for Steiny and Guru. It is Friday afternoon. A lot of doom and gloom with the Warriors right now. I'm a little down on them. FP is a little higher than I am. We got some callers calling in. Let's, FP, let's just get right to these callers. Matt in Oakland says, we need to stop pretending about the Golden State Warriors. What's up, Matt? Thought we had Matt in Oakland, but we might not have Matt. Here we go. Matt, you hear me? Hello. Here we go, Hello? Matt. My bad, brother. Stepped on your no toes problem. a little bit. How you doing? It's all good. Happy New Year to you. Um, the last game was a disgrace. Uh, I, I don't know. Something's wrong with Curry, and if the chef isn't cooking, then there's no point in doing anything. Um, they are barely a playoff team. They're a playing team now with the way they're playing. Got a little offense going, but man, it, it, Draymond is not going to solve all their defensive problems. I, I just, um, this is nuts, and I don't think it could happen. But if there was any way to get both of those guys out of Toronto, I would unload the boat. I mean, they can have Draymond, Wiggins, Chris Paul, Clay. You name it. <laughs> Pajemski? Um, uh, maybe. I mean, if you could have a starting lineup of, say, you know, Curry, Pajemski, uh, the two guys from Toronto, and plus TJ, D, maybe. They got nothing, man. They got nothing going on. Uh, it's it's all looking in the rear view mirror, and uh, I doubt very seriously they could do that. Otherwise, I think what's probably going to happen is you're going to see somewhat of a regime change next year. They'll let it ride out. They won't sign Chris Paul. They may not even sign Clay. I would trade Draymond. The guy's kind of useless. There's a Mavericks might take him. Lakers might take him. Um, and it's time to start over. It really. I, I just feel that it is. Even if they were able to pull off something fantastic like that, give Curry another shot, maybe. But I'm pretty sure you guys are going to tell me what I already think is that there's no way they would get both of those guys. Um, but if they could, I, I would. Yeah, I would just let it rip. Anyway, interested in what you think, and uh, have a good one. I'll listen. Thank you, Matt. Yeah, I don't think they got the bodies to be able to get OG Ananobi and Pascal Siakam from the Toronto Raptors. They could maybe get one, but here's my thing with those two. Those two have been on the trade block, it seems like, for three years now, and the Raptors haven't dealt them. The Raptors are either holding out for a King's Ransom which I don't think the Warriors possess, or they're just not going to get traded. It's one or the other, because with those two at this point, 
FP, I'll see it. I believe it when I see it. It's been a while those guys have been on the trade block that trade block and it just it just hasn't happened. And you know, look, I, I don't want to sound like an alarmist, a word I'm stealing from your book. The Warriors were one of eight teams remaining in the NBA last year. They they made it to the second round. They took the Lakers to six. I believe that was a terrible matchup for the Warriors. It didn't help that Klay Thompson forgot how to play basketball and Jordan Poole forgot how to play basketball, and they were outplayed by guys like Austin Reeves uh, and guys like D'Angelo Russell. But the Warriors still were solid last year. They weren't like so far away to the point where they had to blow everything up. But I think this year, with the emergence of Brandon Pajemski, with the emergence of Trace Jackson Davis, I think it has forced Mike Dunleavy's hand, and they do have to consolidate this roster a bit. They have too many guys who need playing time, which has stopped them from forming an identity. You don't know who you are as a team. You're not going to win anything. I think they need to make a trade. They made to make a big splash. They need to narrow down this roster, find out who they are, and then we'll be cooking. Man, I, I, I'm just always worried about a trade. If you trade for maybe Mike, we that's might, the player in you. you yeah, we, we we might could maybe do something, and we're gonna trade away young guys. Hey, they they have one bad game, and we're trading away the whole team. I know they're the 11 seed, and their record's not what it's. Uh, they, they have been trending in the right direction recently. They have been playing some solid basketball. Um, I I was okay. Not that you're okay with a loss, but if you take that Christmas Day loss, no, I came away from that okay too. In Denver, and, and say it's the it's the old Warriors. You're gonna lose how many games a year? And you go on the road on Christmas Day and lose to defending champs with tight who, game, tight game. Like okay, that. Uh, you never want to lose, but like they played no, well in that game. Mean. So like yesterday, they played. They didn't. I, I mean, I was there. I watched. They played. Didn't play with a lot of energy. Uh, the Heat were running them all over the court. They they outworked them, like Steve Kerr said, and that that's the concern. But uh, see how they played, X. Like see see what happens. I I just think this is. I think anytime in sports talk radio you get into trade talk that it's dangerous because you're talking about people's lives. You're talking yeah. about like, I mean, it's fun to like tinker with it a little bit, but like. I, I I guess that's what we do. We overreact, right? It, it was it was a bad loss last night. The Niners had a bad loss against the Ravens. But like getting back to the initial point with them, like how do you react to that? What do you do next? Who like Kaminga last night? That was his that was his game to just go off after his quotes in yeah. the Athletic with Marcus Thompson. Like that was his game to go for like twenty five and ten and whatever. And just like lead them, keep them in that game, and lead them to a victory. Because if you're going to say those things, which is fine, I love my guys having confidence. You'd like to keep those things under wraps. But if you're going to say those things, you have to back it up. You have to walk the talk. And last night, yeah, yeah. I mean, what a bad game, but it wasn't a great game either. Right. All right. We got about a minute and a half left before we take you to Dusty Baker. Sandino, I need you to make your point quick. What are these two solutions you have for the Golden State Warriors? Thanks, guys. Appreciate the show. Jason, I think the first one, I agree with you. We got to remove the log jam at the wings for sure. Um, too many minutes, too many guys that have not enough minutes. And uh, we need to be giving them to guys who need to develop uh, now and for the future who give us some athleticism and pace, Kaminga and Moody specifically. Um, second, though, it's leadership, man. I think Kerr's got to go. The same- uh, we lost him, but he got his point in. He thinks Steve Kerr has to roll. 
I'm not on that train. I think Steve Kerr is a great coach. He's not perfect, but who is? You know? Who is perfect? Dude, what, what do you want from your coach? You just won four championships. I don't, I don't understand. Like, what do you want from your head coach? A championship every single year, and if they don't win one, you're either fired? Yeah. I mean, what, do you, what, what are the expectations for your coach, and who's better than he is? That's, who's going to come in and be like, oh, that guy's way better than Steve Kerr? Right. No, that's tough. That's tough. Well, look, FP. This has been real, man. I know you got a flight. Happy New Year's, dude. Happy New Year's. Good to get to know you on the air. Real quick, do you have a New Year's resolution? I got to stay off my phone, dude. I'm addicted to my phone yeah, and social me media. Too. Like I'll I say I want to be on time more. I'm not a late person, but I don't want to be the guy saying, hey, I'm going to be 10 minutes late to this reservation. I want to be on time more. I'm sure my girl loves to hear me say that. But that is my New Year's resolution. Thanks to our guys in the booths for helping us out. We're going to toss to a conversation that FP and I had with the legend Dusty Baker. He might be coming back to the Bay Area full time. Thanks for tapping in with us all afternoon on the Steiny and Guru Show. For FP, I'm Jason Dumas. Take it easy. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.